Hello, welcome to Game Changer. Monday through Friday, David Villa and our crew dive into God's Word and talk about how to take principles from the Bible and apply them to our daily lives. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our host. Good morning, everyone. Uh, I'm not David Villa. (laughs) I am uh, filling in this morning. Dave had something come up um, right before the podcast started. So I am in the process of trying to sort out, learning how to host a podcast on the fly. I have never done this <laughs> Come before. Come on, somebody. <laughs> this is funny. So, uh, but yeah, hope you guys had a great weekend. Hope you guys had a great 4th of July. Maybe you guys are off today. I know a lot of places around the country were celebrating the Independence Day today instead of obviously yesterday was Sunday, so most people had it off. Hopefully you enjoyed it. We actually... Um, we met a bunch of our new neighbors because we decided to go to the pool last night and uh, we got to meet some new neighbors and hang out and just, I don't know, they had like six kids in the pool and like three of them were playing with Lily. So it was nice that we mm. basically had like, you know, four, four-year-old babysitters watching her in the pool and we did sit there <laughs> and just talking about. It was great. How was your all's weekend? It was good. It was um, busy a little bit. We had a lot of wedding stuff. We, Matias just uh, moved we into our house. still have a lot of wedding stuff. Yes, but... we still have a lot of wedding stuff. Pray for us, y'all. But, um, yeah, I moved, to, yeah. I moved into our house. That's ready um, for the I do. Yeah, we can move in <laughs> it's together. Ready for the I do. For I like that, we both, so that we both can be in there. But um, yeah, that's what I did too. Cool. So I'll, I'll probably end up being a little bit shorter today on the podcast just because I, uh, I was not prepped to host this. So I will be uh, doing my best to keep this steady. So this week... Um, we were talking Friday about, you know, how we were going to move forward. And we, um, we were looking at some of our past Bible plans that we've done. And we looked at Redefine the Grind. And we were like, well, let's let's kind of not necessarily revisit Redefine the Grind, but we're actually going to change um, the title up. It's actually Against the Grind this week. Mm-hmm. So what that means is um, you've t- if you've – I don't know if Sam or um, Ash and Matias, um, Sam and Ezra have been around. We were talking about this probably – Ezra, what do you think, three months ago? It was a good minute ago. It was three months ago. It was um, Hustle and Grind versus Faith and Grace. Was that it, Ez? Uh, yeah, it was Hustle and, or, yeah. Hustle and Grind versus Favor, Favor and, and Grace. Favor and Grace. And that was where we started talking about the word grind. Um, and in a lot of motivational situations, a lot of people use it as an uplifting word, whereas we kind of looked at it as it's a word that um, – it doesn't necessarily work the same way when it comes to a faith aspect. So, um, Sam, I'm going to put you on the spot. Can you look up the definition of the word grind really quick? Because I think I remember that's how we kind of went into this, and I kind of want to go back. All right. So the definition of grind is reduce something to small particles or powder by crushing it. So that's why we. that was the main reason why we immediately t- took the word grind, and we're like, you know what? We're not going to go with this. You know, we're not going to go with this word. We would rather faith be the measure of which we're working not and grace be the measure by which we're working not oh we're grinding and we're working so hard that you know it's all me because mm-hmm. when you're grinding uh, dude honestly i've been thinking about that word all weekend long and all i can think <laughs> about is a song from 2000 was it 2002 2001 grind in from clips like it's just been <laughs> stuck in my head for the entire weekend that i'm not is, even joking that beat is great yeah it's song. still a great beat but still that song has been stuck in my head anybody that knows that song it's an old song you showed me that song <laughs> i don't i have never heard that you've song you've never heard grind all right grind. when we finish up this podcast we have to so, play grind in for them yeah I don't but know. when you grind so a lot of the connotation we were going with was when you grind a lot of people refer to it as like it's your own work it's your work ethic it's how you're doing it's how you're going into every single day and 
while your work is important, it's not the main crux of why anybody's really succeeding. It's God's grace that's giving you that success. Um, you know, I'm a hard worker. My work ethic is very, very like, go, go, go. Dave, you know, messaged us over the weekend. He goes, hey, we're going to live stream um, the sales meeting this morning right after the podcast. And I'm going, um, are we going to have enough time to move everything? So I got here an hour and 15 minutes early to make sure that everything works. That's my work ethic. I'm not boasting about myself. I'm saying that's my work ethic. But my work ethic doesn't reflect the success in my life. It's God's grace that gives the success in the things that I've had in my life. Um, I can work as hard as I want. And you can look at some of the richest people in the world and claim that, oh, they work nonstop when realistically they probably don't. They're just, they're intelligent about their work, but they are blessed. They have, Mm -hmm. you know, they have grace and favor on their life. They've made smart and intelligent decisions, but think about some of the most successful people in life. Success isn't determined by wealth. It's not determined by what you own. It's not determined by your possessions. Success can be, we talked about it, I think on Friday, I felt incredibly blessed when my daughter just ran up to me and hugged my leg out of nowhere. Like that Uh was, that was a blessing to me. You know, that's, that's where it kind of comes from. So I'll kind of start to delve into the notes and um, these are not my notes. These are Dave's notes. So I'm going to have to like kind of read and go, but does anybody have anything to jump in with and say before we kind of hit this hard? You know, I was just thinking about um, when you were talking about that, a lot of people, I think kind of just to put in perspective of this topic and like really what it means, it's almost a concept of working smarter, not harder, but like working smarter in this case is just pursuing the Lord and allowing him to be allowing that grace, allowing that exactly what you're talking about to be the replacement for grind. Um, in our modern day world, it's like, we want to take it with our hands and do it. And, um, I think it's almost kind of goes along with God math. It doesn't make sense, but it adds up once towards the end. Once you realize the process that we're supposed to go through. So go ahead. So Galatians six, nine, and I'm going to start going through a couple of scriptures Dave had listed out. Um, Sam, can you minimize the Chrome window? Because we have two sets of notes, so I'm going to be bouncing back and forth between um, the notes and how we're uh, we're going to go back and forth. Um, so Galatians six nine, the King James version, and let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season we mm-hmm. shall reap if we faint not. Pretty straightforward. Okay. I mean, aside from the very poetic way it's said, it pretty much says your hard work will pay off. It may just not be right this very second. I've dealt with that a lot in my life where I've put a lot of work into something and I haven't necessarily seen fruit from it. Um, but only to find out a season or two later, the work that I had put in then suddenly came to bear fruit. Then it was like, um, little things I'd gone through. I've talked about this before. Um, I went through two years of dealing with anxiety, never understood why I went through it. But when it came down to my wife, um, giving birth, she was very, very anxiety ridden the last couple of days. So my experience in dealing with it was actually able to help her in a way deal with her anxiety when we were mm-hmm. going into it. Um, James 1, 2, blessed is the man that endureth temptation for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to him that love him. Embrace the daily grind is in quotes after that. Motivational speakers, salespeople, business owners, and athletes alike have said this, yet What if your daily grind does not produce results? Sometimes it feels like we are working really hard and not seeing any fruit from our labor. Like a puppy chasing his tail, we feel exhausted and have nothing to show for it. Mm -hmm. So that's what we were kind of getting with, like the opening of this is, you know, you can, you can have a daily grind. You can have, you can get out and work your tail off every single day and you may not necessarily see results from it. You may not see immediate success from it. Um, It's... 
I won't say it's a catch 22, but it's kind of along those lines where it can feel like you're chasing your tail. Sometimes it can feel Mm -hmm. like the work you're doing is that, and sometimes even in faith, like it does feel like a grind. Sometimes it really does. Um, I think of the word a lot because I play video games a lot. So grindy games are like what I actually enjoy, uh, which just means it takes a lot of work to get to the end goal, um, which I, I enjoy those types of things, but sometimes it does. It does feel like I keep doing this. I keep doing this. I keep doing this, but I'm still moving. I'm not moving. Mm-hmm. What does grinding grain mean? Grinding games. Wait, what? You said grinding games? Yeah, grinding. So grindy games. So a game that mean, that's grindy would be like, um, to give you an example, it would be like Skyrim. There's endless amounts of hours that you can play it and never officially beat the game. Uh, oh, that's annoying. Just, yeah, but it, it it, it, it's not necessarily that a game can't be beat. It's that it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort to get to the end of the game. It's not something that... Um, there's other games that I've been able to sit down and play the entire story in less than two hours. Is that like versus, the Call of Duty campaign mode? Yeah, like Call of Duty, like <laughs> you can typically play in like two hours and call it a day. Versus some of the games I play now, it takes, um, I mean, I think I'm the one I'm playing now, I'm 2,000 hours in. Oh my. Yeah. See, that's like frustrating, but that is exactly <laughs> how life can feel sometimes. Like that like, that, yeah, that was such a good analogy because yeah. I'm here like, I'm so frustrated. And <laughs> I, and when you said that, when you're like starting to talk about that, um, it came, the scripture, Second uh, Corinthians 4, 8 came to my mind. It says, we are hard pressed on every side, not crushed, perplexed, not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned. Absolutely. Struck down, but not destroyed. Absolutely. Um, and I think it kind of goes along with what you were saying, like about how like, you know, it's, it's you know, we, we we're persecuted. <laughs> like we feel this persecution. We feel this struck down, but we're not destroyed. Like that's like the two things. And like if we keep going against, and keep going and keep going and keep going mm-hmm. and pressing into that. We'll we'll see we'll we'll see the not destroyed part. Yeah. But we just feel you know that that I'm struck down right now. Yeah. But I, no, but you're not destroyed. Like so, keep going. I feel like you gotta trust the process. Mm. Like the process it's is everything. The process sometimes is better than the destination itself. Yeah. A lot of the times because there's a lot of learning through that process. And for me personally, when I when I go through something, sometimes it's uh, sometimes I feel like it's harder to put my trust. And God, but when I actually do it, he's like, oh my goodness, it's almost like a burden has like left your back or left your chest, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, the grind for me, the, like the, if I were to make this more my own personal thing, grind is when we decide to take things out of the Lord's hands and kind of do it on our own, Yeah, which is probably my biggest, if we even want to call it a sin in life is probably my biggest sin in life is I'm very much the person that will always be like, Oh, I can do it. I'll take it on and do it. I'll take it on and do it. I'll take it on and do it. Yeah, I can do that. And then, you know, three days later, I'm like, Ah. I'm so exhausted. I can't do anything else. Matias's camera just fell off his computer. (laughs) My camera doesn't want to be, doesn't want me on. (laughs) But that's where I kind of see grind as being a, um, kind of a negative, like we, we start to take things out of the Lord's hands instead of trusting mm-hmm. him and saying, I'm going to allow you to take this. We go, no, I can do this. You know, finances. Well, if I sit down and I really budget and I really figure things out, yeah, no, it's not going to work when it comes to faith. As so long as I'm not saying that you can't be successful if you're budgeting yourself, but if you're not allowing the Lord to take that 10% that is yeah. said that you should be giving, that's where you're going to notice like it's not that you're not well. It's not that your bills are behind. It's not that you're going to suddenly become poor or go bankrupt. It's that you're missing out on a blessing. You're missing out on a yeah. chance for the Lord to show you. Like, if you trust me with the 90, you'll have more than 100. 
I think versus you, if you trust yourself with the hundred, you're just going to stay at a hundred. It's really good. I think you said something super key as well, because, you know, I think we think exactly what you're saying. We think of grind as like, I have to put everything on my plate. I have to get it done. I have to do the, like do all the things. Um, and when, instead of thinking through it like that, I think it's really being grind. Doesn't mean you just pile everything on and you just do it and get it done. And you work, 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 work in this case, but it's really what we're, when we do that, how do I put that in phrase? When we do that, like th that's what grind is. That's what we, that's what the, the negative side of grind can be. And that's what we're trying to go against when we, when we, that work, 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 and we can't do anything else. But when we put that and we take that and we put it, no, I'm going to be intentional with my time. And like, I think that's so, that is like really how you go, combat that stuff. When I'm, I'm going to be intentional, I'm going to work not harder. I'm going to work smarter. Yeah. And it's, it's taking it and saying, okay, God, I'm going to first give you my, my everything. And here's the, here's my hands to put to work. Like, what do you want me to do? How, how do I do this? Like, let me be intentional with it so that I can worship through that. I think that's truly is a sense of worship because when we are working in intentional intentionality and saying, okay, you know, this is, this is what I need to get done. This is what I need to do. Um, that we'll see more fruit out of that because we gave it to God first and we're not piling everything. Like you said, yeah. I think that's, that's super awesome. Dumasani said something great. He said, I've learned that the more I depend on his grace, the more at peace I am and the better my life is. When I rely on myself, the harder it is. And we I need to have him. that personally. We need to have him zoom call in because he's preaching fire. Oh, yeah. he's always he's always spitting fire. But um absolutely, one hundred percent. Stealing um, our job, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like I said, this is something that I can I can firmly like tie myself into because I am that type of person. Um, think about everybody in this room was at least there when we did our digital dealer setup. Mm -hmm. um, instead of me trying to set everything up, it was working. I'm like, okay, well, I have multiple people here. I'm like, you guys work on this, you work on this, you work on this, and you work on this. And we were able to achieve a goal. I'm not necessarily saying everything in life has to be done with a team. What I am saying is you have to be able to sometimes take a step back, understand that there's a better way that you can do something and sometimes it takes us, it takes listening to the Lord going, hey, do it this way instead. I know it doesn't sound right, but it'll make more sense later. Mm -hmm. I've been there plenty of times in my life where it's like I kept trying to do it. Um, I've talked about my finances a lot and I kept, you know, looking at my bank account. And I was like, I felt like at one point, the more I looked at my bank account, the more I'm like, oh, man, this is just going to get better if I just check it 27 times a day. Yeah. It's, it's like it didn't, it didn't really <laughs> do so much. It didn't really do much. I kept looking at it. And I'm like, man, that number is still going down. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. It was like the stock market. But it was it was simple. It was I mean, it's some of the simplest things, but one thing that really turned it around for me was um I mean, I was really convicted probably in December, I think was when it started, about I was ordering food for lunch <clears throat> six times five times a week, six times a week. Come on. And I don't get me wrong, I absolutely love ordering food. I love everything about the fact that I can doordash my wife hates it, but I can doordash yes. a five dollar smoothie and pay twelve dollars with a delivery fee because I don't want to have to go somewhere. First Amen. world problems. It's convenience. Dude, oh, it's oh it's the convenience of it. My yeah. wife's like the smoothie place is literally two minutes down the road. I'm like, I don't care. I two minutes I don't got the house. That's so relatable. I ain't gotta put shoes on, I ain't gotta go nowhere. No. I uh, got burned by it once though. I'm pretty <laughs> sure someone drank my Starbucks drink, and ever since then I was like, I'm never Ubering. Freaking drinks again. Listen, when I was in, um, I was I was out sick and I was at home for a couple of days and my wife was out of town and all we had in our house was pumpkin coffee because it was October and my wife <laughs> loves pumpkin stuff. Very seasoned. And by the fourth day of me being homesick, 
I was so sick of pumpkin coffee. I legitimately <laughs> paid $22 to have my Starbucks delivered to me. I was oh so gosh. done with pumpkin 20, coffee. $22? Yes. My coffee you know at what? normal is $4.69. Because of the way their app was set up, it cost me way yep. more, and I did not care. I did not have to have pumpkin coffee that You have that to have morning. that coffee. I had to have coffee. It's but that's, good. Anyway, we got way off topic. <laughs> Guys, so, yeah, Ryan, so I love uh, nitro cold brew with secret. <laughs> Sorry that we got off topic like that. I don't know it's how funny. we ended up on Starbucks, but um, <laughs> it's because it's sacred. But no. when you get back to the grind, like we said, it's it's taking things out of God's hand, kind of putting them on your own shoulders. And realistically, yeah. when it comes down, to, oh, it's talking about finance. That's what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> that's how we got there. I just realized how we ended up in that spot. Um, but I guess here's a question that we can have for everybody that's listening. Do you have a plan for your grind to adhere to? We may say that we are working hard, but if we are gaining no traction, can we really say this? There's a difference between being persistent and progressive. Mm-hmm. And that's that's actually a very, very key thing, kind of what we've touched on this morning. Um, the difference between persistence and progressive is persistence would mean that, you know, let's just say there's a wall in front of you. Mm-hmm. Let's just say you have a wall and you have a spoon and your objective is to somehow get through the wall. Persistence is you're continually doing grind. You're taking that spoon, trying to chisel away at the brick. You're trying to chisel away at the stone, but you may not be getting anywhere. Progressive means you're finding an actual way to get through Mm -hmm. that wall. You're finding a way to get around that wall, go over that wall. And that's, um, I saw it the other day and it's like, it's, it's something that gets shared like every couple of months and goes viral. And it's like two people standing at a wall and one person's like, there's no way I'll ever get through this. And the other person just walks around the wall. Yep. And it's like how you, pro- how you approach problems. And that's the same thing. Sometimes being persistent isn't always the best course of action. There's mm-hmm. been times um, and out challenges that I've dealt with at work where all it took was me to take a step back, take a breath, stop continually hitting my head against the wall, Yeah. taking a minute to think about it and going, Oh, this would actually work if I did this. So there's a, there's a, you have to be persistent, but are you being progressive? That's, you know, being persistent can make it a grind, but if you're progressing, it's no longer a grind. That's grace. Mm-hmm. When you're working and you're making progress, it's grace. When you're working and you're just sitting there, I'm going to eventually break this desk. Sometime mm-hmm. in the next hundred years, this wood's going to finally break it's with really me good. hitting it like Or this. your hand first. My hand might break first, but that's the grind. Um, I know I said I'd probably wrap this up a little early. Um, I don't want to delve too far into the notes so that when Dave comes in tomorrow, you know, we can kind of pick up and kind of go with that. But um, does anybody have anything they want to add in kind of as we get to a wrap up point? Yeah, it's a little bit early. I would just say um, kind of reiterating what you asked. Are you being persistent in your grind? Are you being progressive? And I think really take the time. I want to encourage you guys as you as the viewers, as people that are part of this with us, our family. um, Take the time today to really reflect, take like 10 minutes and just say, Lord, like, am I placing these things in your hand? Like, am I trying to work? I, we had a meeting one time. It, it was uh, recently with someone in our leadership meeting. And he, you know, he's so, he put this very eloquently. He put, he was talking about how, you know, he he was realizing like he had all these responsibilities. He wanted to rebuild some of the of this stuff. And um, when he was doing that, he ended up realizing as he was taking time to sit and pray about it, you know, Lord, I'm making all these plans, but I'm not inviting you in them. Mm. And I think it's the same way with like this, this matter. Like we can keep going. We can keep being uh, persistent in it. Keep going, keep going, keep going. But being progressive is really just saying, Lord, I place this in your hand. And um, I invite you in and I I give way to your voice to speak into this situation. I give way to what you have in this situation. 
Um, and when we do that, then we begin to see like progress in that and we could begin to see growth in that. And, and even if it's not instant, we'll see it like that verse in, that we started with talked about, you know, in due time, you'll reap the harvest, but just keep going at it. Keep, keep being progressive in it. Um, and I think that was just something I think reflect today and invite the Lord and Lord, am I inviting you in? Am I being progressive by inviting you into my situation, inviting you into my finances, inviting you into my family matters, inviting you into my struggles? And I would say, take time to reflect today. Yeah, it's um, it's really interesting that we, I don't know the exact plant. And I wish I could give you a specific reference, but um, talking about fruit and things like that um, with certain plants, certain flowers, what you have to go through is obviously you have to water it. You have to plant it. You have to keep it. You have to make sure there's no weeds growing around it. You have to do a lot of different things with plants, but there's also a part of it too, that you may not see a rose blooming. You may not see um, anything coming from that plant yet. You may see it's kind of growing. You may see it staying still, but sometimes it also has a season where you have to prune. You have to kind of cut things back mm -hmm. and you have to allow other yeah. areas of growth. And it's important to think about that too, is sometimes it may feel like when progress is like, it seems weird to say that taking things away is also progress. But sometimes too, when you think about it, when you go through a season like that, you're pruning for that, that tree to actually bear fruit. Sometimes with orange trees, you have to cut branches down. Yeah. And the only reason I know that is my grandparents owned like 10 acres in Plant City growing up. And I remember cutting down <laughs> orange trees. Um, but sometimes with certain trees and certain things in your life, you're going to have to cut things back. You may have to cut back on serving in different areas mm -hmm. so that you have more time that the Lord can work with you. Sometimes it's like I said, it may not necessarily feel like progress, but as long as you're trusting in the Lord with what you're doing, you're making yeah. progress. You're going to keep moving in you. As long as you're following what he's telling you to do, you are going to be moving towards the end goal. Amen. Santo. Gloria a Dios. Amen. Well, thank you all. I appreciate you all tuning in today. Apologies that, you know, you had to look at my ugly mug for 20 some odd minutes instead of Dave. But uh, thank you guys for I don't know. He's in. pretty. I'm just, just kidding. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're that. used to that. This is my dad. Podcast. I can say that, guys. <laughs> it's my dad. But thank so you all joking. for listening. We will see you all tomorrow morning. Um, I don't have a song of the day today um, unless somebody wants to throw one out really quick that would kind of go with this. I would say... Grinding. No. Oh, no. <laughs> We're not kidding. putting grinding. I don't know. You know what? Just go look up songs about... <laughs> We'll post, one, we'll post one in the group later for a song of the day um, and share it out to you guys. But thank you all for listening. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning, bright and early at 830. And on that note, we out. Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to connect further, check out the David Villa's Game Changer group on Facebook. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Game Changer.